0: Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, it's the 2018 AVN Awards! That's right, AVN stands for Adult Visual Novel. And this year we have a brand new prize category for newest comic book character. Give a warm applause for our first contestant. It's a mysterious vigilante with a shifting face. It's 1986's Rorschach from Watchmen. Oh boy, if I win, my face gonna
1: turn to a smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever.
0: And is that Sasa here? It must be the trending teen with the acid mouth. Enid from 1993's Ghost World.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wake me up when I give a fish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and our last contestant and my personal favorite, Tomothy, from the 2018 comic book, Tomothy and the Time Traveling Shoes by Nathan Whitey. Oh yes, I think win. And the winner of the newest comic book character of all time award is. Oh, woohoo! $2,000 straight in my pocketbook.
2: Who the heck is Timothy? Timothy. Looks like a kid's book to me. I thought this was the ABN Awards. Didn't you hear? Kids' comics can be
0: enjoyed by adults too. Yeah, whatever. Oh yes! Maybe now I have enough money to buy a copy of my own comic book, which is $14 at tomothybooks.com, Shipping included. And that concludes the 2018 Adult Visual Novel Awards. Thank you for traveling all this way out to Joomla. Drive home safe, people, and mind those speed cameras.
3: I'm talking about the uh, the big cat from India. India. That's right. You can go to Burma Gooseberry Hill and say the code word to Alex. Meet tonight with Mike, and he will let you put your head underneath the slushy machine. I did that yesterday. I asked him to give me a squirt of blue cherry and a squirt of orange fanta, and then I switched it up on my mouth. (coughs) Like a rainbow connection in my mouth. Uh, So, Ben, enough about my little brother and his lack of sleep. Let's talk about what is on for tonight. Tonight, we have some pre recorded segments. The next one we'll play is from me and Tim's tent on RTRFM. During this time, Tim would play one of his custom midis for the audience and tell them a story. We'll hear one of Tim's wacky stories. And then we have... Axel. Axel uh, Carrington, who is a musician, coming to the studio. He plays some of his music, and we play him some of ours. And, uh, hey Tim, speaking of Axel. Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> turn, it, turn it down,
4: turn it down, turn it down. Alex is trying to sleep. Ben, Ben, Alex is trying to... Ben, Alex is trying to sleep. Okay, okay, yeah. Just, okay, turn just, it down. I just thought it would be funny. All right, Wait. yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, let's, let's keep it down, because he is, he, do, he doesn't wow. actually have to get up tomorrow at <laughs> 4am. I love this song. This <sighs> We're not putting this in, are we?
3: Do you guys have a uh, MIDI lined up for Anna?
2: Oh, yep. Uh, hold on, we'll just get the MIDI generator thingy out. Okay. Anna, your media, thank you for subscribing, is...
4: All right. Uh, so I'm imagining that you've been uh, sucked into like a cyberspace sort of video game thing. You're you're stuck in my Wii, and uh, you're interacting with all my Miis. Nintendo and things Wii. Like, yeah, Nintendo Wii. Um, <laughs> that sounds and you're interacting with my <laughs> other Miis, uh, the ones I made in Year 8 and stuff. I used to make all the bullies of my year in the Meme Maker, so have fun fun with them. Shouts out to Mason and Earnshaw. And um, (laughs) Damien. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Man, what did Damien ever do to you? Huh?
2: You know what? I, I invited him to my birthday party. He had to go to his grandma's birthday but he didn't flat, He didn't bail out on me. He came to my house with a big box of Toblerones, gave them to me,
4: said, I gotta go, and he left. What? Oh, and his dad shook my hand. Rats. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> yeah. I remember he jumped um, into a bush. He was on the trampoline, he jumped into a bush, and that was kind of his... <laughs> and of he got fame. really impaled. <laughs> <laughs> he got horribly injured. Yeah, that was cool. We yeah. had a benefit for him. Anyway,
2: um, so... Axel, we're big fans of your music. You're in a bunch of bands that I've listened to and been a big fan of. And me and Tim are big fans of the MIDI format. We kind of listen to MIDIs instead of MP3s Mm -hmm. where we can. And it's really frustrating that there's not many um, MIDIs of local bands in Perth around. I think there's MIDIs of ACDC. I think he was from Perth. But um, (laughs) there's definitely not MIDIs of New Talk or Rag and Bone or the Fruity Whites. And Me and Tim were like, well, we got this um, big uh, musician on our show. We should play him, and maybe you can convert some of your new albums when you make them to MIDI, so me and Tim to to spend hours of our time making them.
4: Yeah, it would be nice if you did it from now on, like just made midi versions of your songs. Maybe release that one instead, because frankly, I think it might be a little bit better. You You know,
1: I I remember when my dad downloaded a bunch of midis in 1997, and Deep Purple in midi is the peak... MIDI really for me. Remember the song Lazy? No, Highway Star. Highway Star.
3: Oh.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds like quite a repetitive one. So yeah. Just but then and they did the whole the...
1: organ solo in MIDI.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh. Yeah, that would be a thrill because it's got that motoric beat and that yep. energetic vibe, which uh, Murdy does so well.
1: I'll try and get it off my... I'm pretty sure Dad's got that old IBM somewhere. Yeah, can, get you, can, you get, can you get that and get yeah. me a
2: copy? Because yeah. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> yes, please. <Can't> <laughs> All right. So um, one song that you released, I think, a couple years ago, I mistook it as a Woody Guthrie cover and was um, horribly surprised. It goes... I
3: don't feel at home in this world anymore. I want to disembark this vessel.
2: So you play guitar on the song, right?
1: Yeah, it doesn't come in until about a minute and a half. If
2: oh, okay. For
1: ages, it's great.
2: Oh, rats. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was you singing with um, pitch shift. Well, we can wait it out, right? <laughs> yeah, we can mm. wait it out. All right, this song's really good. You can find it on Triple J on Earth. <laughs> If I'm allowed to say Triple J on RTRFM.
4: So, Axel, I'm wondering... Um on your birth certificate, was it meant to say Alex, but it was a typo, or was they that... It meant to
1: say Alan.
4: Oh, really? man, they yeah, really messed they up. they really messed <laughs> up
1: at the Sale General How Hospital. How did they
4: uh, put the, yeah, get that How'd they, X yeah. in there? Maybe they wrote upside down. <laughs> I think <laughs> they just
1: ran out of pencils. Yeah, started well... To use the nub with their finger. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. Yeah, X is the easiest one to carve out with a knife. I've done Try that. Try A. It's impossible. I've
2: tried to write my crush's name on a tree with a heart and my name, and she was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> I showed her, and she was like, "Who's Alan?" <laughs> 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 and, and I was like, "That's you, babe." But it doesn't. Your name's not Alan. Anyway, um, uh, so I made this MIDI of this song on my uh, 3DS program. Let's hear it and I hope you think it's better than the original and reconsider how you release your future songs. And that was as far as I got with the process.
1: Look, that is far better than the actual song. Can you do the whole album?
2: We can well, just throw the album in the bin. I feel like you'd get hell big buzz on Pitchfork if you released it on a IBM
4: floppy disk. 8.4, best new music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you say it's better than the original. Tim, what do you say?
4: Uh, it was good. Uh, I feel like you've uh, put effort in, Ben. Um uh, I think Axel might be being a little polite. No, no offence, Ben. Um, but, you know, they both have their own unique qualities.
2: I feel like mine's a more dance punk version. Like, you can go to a club, lose yourself, dance. But if you go to a club, play the original version, you get sad because talking People about are politics... People just going to be moping. Yeah. You don't want to mope. They're going to be, like, oh, man, Trump is our president and Abbott's prime minister. For- <laughs> <laughs> and, um... Yeah. So... Um another song this song Tim chose to do is by a band you're in called The Fruity Whites.
1: Oh you did you did two?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's by <laughs> by me. Um and uh your bit is a banjo. You did banjo in this song, Loomis Street. Yeah. Yeah, so yes. uh
2: play it, like, a minute in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come in at the, at song, the end. Yeah. yeah, we... I, what did you... Did you think it was Axel singing the male vocals?
4: <laughs> no, I, I think that was uh, quite obviously Alex Griffin, but... Uh-huh. Uh, True.
2: I think, yeah. I, I thought said you are a banjo player, mean, so... Yeah, oh, man.
3: yeah,
1: there's, there's, only, there's only two banjo overdubs in this sub. Um, oh, and, okay. both, and it is a minute and a half in, so it wasn't a bit. It is an actual thing. Oh yeah. right, cool.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll listen to this for a bit because i I like this song. It might even be better than the MIDI version.
3: Oh.
2: I guess it must be pretty
3: tough
2: We'll play up to where Tim gets to. Wait,
4: this is um This is your bit right. Yes.
2: Okay, and that's as far as Tim got. Let's hear the MIDI version. What's your verdict, Axel?
1: Way better than the original. Way oh, better. Yeah. Throw that album in the bin.
2: <laughs> yeah. And um, how long did the did the Fruity Whites album take to record? Oh, like 18 months, I think? Wow.
4: 18 months. Tim yeah. did this in two days. Oh, one day, actually. <laughs> did a whole album in a couple of weeks. All right, well. Yeah.
2: So maybe you guys should have... Um, done in the MIDI yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> clearly <laughs> oh
1: man I'm gonna
2: vote I'm gonna vote the original actually sorry Tim that's because you voted mine what? down <laughs> alright uh, I think that's a little bit sore but um... plus there's more diversity in the original there's like 10 members and from different backgrounds what do you mean that yeah. he had orchestra <laughs> hits <laughs> yeah but there's seven uh, yeah. different that was instruments pitch <laughs> <laughs> okay I guess so yeah. Yeah, but if you look behind, oh. it's just one cis white male's computer. <laughs> if yeah, that's true. But on. at
4: least my version is uh, age—you know—it's appropriate to all ages because in the original, there's offensive words like um, uh, bathroom and erection. Um, can you say? Can I say erection? Yeah, a bathroom and the e-word, <laughs> um, which isn't present in the midi version. Yeah, so a okay. two-year-old can. Enjoy yeah, it. kids can listen yeah.
2: to that. And I think they'd be smarter from it because they're hearing a smart format.
1: How big's that uh, file?
4: A file uh, from memory is 102 kilobytes. So, uh, yeah? bin. Put yeah. 7,000 of those in a CD.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> next Freddie White's album, 7,000 songs. <laughs> That'll be sick. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much, Axel, for listening in. And no worries,
1: uh, thank you both, I'm, I'm converted yeah, <laughs> Everything right. MIDI, all the time
2: Oh, sick i get got to hear cool. play another MIDI song Sort of by Nate Wood uh, This is A Can by the Highway
3: Hi
4: everybody the community.
1: Yeah. You are listening to, to Midi Night
2: special. We've been getting a lot of criticism about how on the Midi Night special we don't talk enough about midis, which was a fair criticism, but it's not hmm. a fair criticism of this episode, because this episode we're
4: only talking about midis. midis. Well, here's the thing, I feel like uh, we have been talking about midis, I think we just didn't have an accurate depiction of what middies actually are and maybe you guys don't either so we're gonna take a technical perspective on this and really get down to the bare bones of what actually makes a midi
2: yeah because my kind of uh reality of what middies were has been shaken lately when i read this recent book that me and tim had to
4: read for our midi night book club that's right uh so we're getting back into book club after a long hiatus as, uh, last time we had, a uh, book club, I think, um, it ended, uh, Ben's relationship with his ex-girlfriend, Shirley.
2: Yeah. So, um, I was living with Shirley and Tim. Tim was, uh, in the corner of the house. Yeah. And, um, we had this book club, and unfortunately, the book chosen was
4: Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, and, uh, Which... This is a thing, Ben and I don't read fiction, we only read non-fiction, yeah. uh, and I think that's why we created our own uh, book club, and the book club is just Ben and I, Yeah, uh, and we, we read books that we actually like. Yeah, not yeah. this
2: stupid British old colonial white people fiction. Um, yeah. If I want to see a dumb old British white person, I'd just turn
4: on news, see yeah. a picture of the Queen. Oh, yeah, or uh, flip a coin, 50-50 chance you'll see her. Yeah. Yeah. At least the other side i will see, like, a uh, butterfly. But, okay, at the same time, I know, Ben, you didn't have a very good experience uh, with Pride and Prejudice, but I think this was kind of my rekindling of my love of middies. Uh, uh, you see, it's a very monotone book, that's the way I'd put it. Like, a lot of... Uh, Tension. Not much cool action. No guns in Pride and Prejudice, or funny jokes. Well, guns weren't invented in Pride and Prejudice. Well, you know, it's uh, you know eighteenth century.
2: Yeah. So there weren't guns. Well, why Don, they didn't put the Don Quixote was written in the eighteenth century. He
4: didn't have a gun. He had a sword. <laughs> yeah. Well, there weren't any swords in this book either. It was, uh, yeah. Like I said, very I monotone, guess... very bland. I needed to. I wa- guess in Britain the
2: only uh, war they ever have is um, war at the dinner table. Like, Who ate all my spotted dick?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or,
3: Where's my Scotch egg? <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, what was I saying about this? Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah rekindled of <laughs> yeah. So it's a very bland book. Uh, I decided that I wanted to create some atmosphere while I was reading it, so I downloaded some epic 19th century gothic middies to go along with it. Right. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it changed the book. It changed the mood, and it was like I was really there. I felt like Mr. Darcy cooped up in my little suit with my little frilly uh, neck thingy, and you know, I could feel the sexual tension uh, so between wait. the characters.
2: This is an interesting way that Tim reads a book, because normally most people would um
4: read as the
2: protagonist, I guess, which is... Elizabeth and um, Tim
4: says no I'm not reading as a as a girl I'm I'm Mr Darcy. Yeah, well he does have the money and you know he's the cooler character and what kind of middies um, would go with Elizabeth? <clears throat> I did try some Elizabeth middies. I had a few lined up. Yeah, well anyway. Uh, <laughs> so what I decided to do is uh, I'd have a. There was like a, a MIDI theme for every character, and I'd switch the MIDI when a new character walked into the room. So when Mr. Darcy walked in, I played uh, the Tetris theme 3. Yeah. And then uh, Bingley the Butler walks in, and I've got a different theme for him. So you see, that's how I got through it, Ben. Uh, no offence, but you I guess you didn't have the uh, interest or creativity to endure the book like I did. And uh, that's, that's why um, things went southward with you and Shirley. No, uh, I just feel like that might have been the reason. Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> I feel like if I could go back in time, I'd do it differently. Um, I probably would have swallowed my pride, read this book that I actually kind of want to read now because I watched the movie. Kira Knightley, Cute. I liked. She had an interesting face. And if I knew that if I was reading the book and picturing Kira Knightley instead of the Queen, who's the only <laughs> other British person I know. But I was just like, oh, well,
4: I don't want to swoon over Mr. Darcy. I feel like that's the whole point of it, and that's why I decided to be in Mr. Darcy's shoes, because... So it was like you and Mister Darcy, and all the yeah. readers were swooning over you. Yeah, I preferred having um, the lady swooning over me.
2: Right. Yeah, it was stupid, and I didn't want to read it. And we got into this huge dinner table argument. Where, um, <laughs> why you? Didn't I was like, oh, what? why? I don't want to read Pride and Prejudice. And she's like, well, you should experience, you know, a great work of fiction. You only ever read. Non-fiction And I got So I was getting real mad Cause um You know Insulting my Taste in literature Yeah. And I was like You know what Fine If I don't want I don't want my books In this room With your books And I lifted up the bookshelf <laughs> And I carried it over To my room Um I scratched the hell Out of the walls And we didn't get our bond back Cause of that Yeah thanks for that And I'm still trying to get You know Half of the money For the bond back From Shirley because
4: I think it was her fault. Well,
3: I, uh,
4: I gotta play ignorance on this one, but I feel like uh, you could could have restrained yourself to some extent. Maybe um, taking the books one by one. You know, uh, in *Pride and Prejudice*, then uh, there's no violence. Uh, when things get out of control, they don't cause a ruckus. Um, That's because they have no guns and no swords, yeah.
2: which is why Australia is so good—a peaceful, nice, beautiful utopian
4: place—and America's going to the dogs. Yeah, because they have gun <clears> control and, um, like Australia and um, Britain. Despite that, uh, we still weren't able to get our bond back because, uh, you know, you could have learned from this book, Ben. You could have learned uh, how to constrain yourself to the point. Um, well, good thing is where, I learned from my mistakes. You know, I'm not going to do that again. You're yeah anyway what the
2: heck Pride and Prejudice wasn't the book club pick and I hope you did read the book club book for this week oh right which was a book strangely about (laughs) midis yeah that's uh, right I've been reading a lot of books about music because normally I like to read to uh, to sort of get myself ready for sleep. Um, I read, you know, books about small towns, I read National Geographic, I read um, flight simulation, I learn how to be a pilot just before I go to bed, get in that nice REM stage. But when I want to get pumped up, I read about rock and roll, I read about REM, I read about replacement, I read about Nirvana. And I was thinking, well, I'm real enjoying this music book so much. What if I could read about my favorite music genre, midis? Hey! And so at the Whopper Library, I was browsing the shelves and I saw this book by Ryan Alexander Didock called Mad Skills about MIDI and music technology in the 20th century. I says, that looks up my alley. That's what I would have said too. So, so did you read it?
4: Uh, I... Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, like I, I read the, the blurb, I read a couple pages in, uh, I gotta be frank, Ben, I like, it's a little redundant for me, I already know this stuff, you know, I I guess, okay. yeah,
2: you're a midi-theologian yourself, and this guy's a midi-theologian. Yeah, so uh, it'd
4: be like two magicians trying to impress each other, Yeah, that was yeah. my impression. When uh, you're at a party,
2: you go stand next to the smartest person in the room, not next to some... Dweeb also, who's also a dishwasher on Fridays, you're a dishwasher on Wednesdays. Yeah, not some, but... You go stand next to the chef. So, I guess part of the reason for reading this was so you could help me impart my newfound knowledge of this book onto the listenership, and also say if it's any good, but if you didn't read
4: it... Why would we, we choose to do a book club then, if we weren't going to read the book? Ah, uh, sorry. Well, I don't know, I suppose... Um... Well, you didn't read Pride and Prejudice, Ben, so, I so. You know, maybe I should um, throw your bookshelf out the window and lose our bond. What do you say to that? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's not fight. Maybe
2: I'll just catch you up on All what right. this book is about, and then you can tell me what Pride and Prejudice is about after the podcast. Okay. All right, so um, when I was reading this, I marked the book where I thought there'd be something interesting to talk about. Because at what? a book club, oh. you want to come in with you know a full arsenal of uh, witty quotes
4: or interesting points. See, so you... I don't see any book marks. There's like tr- rubbish in your book. What rubbish. is it? Oh, oh. What is? It? Is this? Flask, oh yeah, these are my book. Pl-? Oh, I touched it. <laughs> is that yours?
2: These are my bookmarks. Um, yeah, I bet it leaves a mark. Well, um, you know, I okay, guess. Is so... this a band aid? I don't go into the capitalist system where you have to go to, like, Bunnings or Boffins or, um...
4: Yeah, but anything that isn't... By, like, like, a, a, a Harry health Potter. health hazard. Like, this is a, a wet tissue. <laughs> yeah, well... Why? You know, I'm basically
2: saving money, um, being creative. I'm using what I have around me, the detritus of my room. Yeah, okay. And using okay.
4: that. It turns trash into treasure. That's if you give me that book, those are going to be anti-bookmarks. I'm going to avoid those pages, let me tell you. Well, uh... <clears throat> <clears throat> so what's yeah. uh, on this page then? What's so important about this? Okay, so the book... Uh, this was the bit which
2: threw me off from the very start. Um, I mean, I know it was going to be a, a cultural studies book about the history of Midi. Um, I didn't expect to be doubting my own relationship with MIDI and my own concept of what MIDI was. So it goes like this, and I'm trying to read it nice, maybe we can put some music over the background of it. There once was a crossing guard who worked at Border Patrol. Every day at this guard's checkpoint, a man would line up to cross the border with a wheelbarrow full of sand. Now the guard was positive that the man was attempting to smuggle something across. Surely there was some sort of contraband hidden in the sand and every day the guard dutifully sifted through every grain of that sand. But every day, finding nothing, he was bound to let the man across. This same episode repeated itself for thirty years, the same man crossing over the border with a wheelbarrow full of sand, and the same border guard becoming ever more confounded. Finally, the guard's last day on the job arrived. He asked the man, Please, I am retiring tomorrow, so it no longer makes any difference to me. But I must know, What is it that you have been smuggling all these years? To which the man replied, I thought
4: it was obvious. I've been smuggling wheelbarrows. You know what i got to say about that? uh, uh, Wheelbarrows aren't illegal in any country, so why are you (laughs) smuggling them? Tax evasion. You know, if it was kinetic sand... Yeah, that might oh. be funny, because it's like, I thought it was obvious, it's kinetic sand, it's not regular sand.
2: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that that's <clears> stuff <throat> made a killing in 2015. Mm, yeah, that would be kinetic something I'd smuggle. A
4: so what has this got to do with me? Okay, wait,
2: wait, wait, we'll, I... we'll go on. And then uh, Ryan Diddock says, I think this joke would have delighted Marshall McLuhan, Eminem. Because its underlying significance is that the container, not the content, is of most interest to the careful investigator. The technological vessel gives form and contour to the content. Then he goes, This is a book about the history of MIDI, and more broadly, a meditation on electronic music and musical instruments in the 20th century. But, this is the key word, but... The genre, style, or aesthetic of the music made with it matters less than MIDI itself, which gives Whoa. structure to it all. The music is the sand, MIDI is the wheelbarrow. Uh huh. And so I was reading that, being like, "What?" Basically, it threw me off because when they say the sound, they mean the music, right?
4: Yeah. yeah so what we like enjoy, what we love, is the sand. Yeah. But what makes it possible is the wheelbarrow.
2: I thought MIDI was the sound, was the music. What do you
4: mean? What, like the uh, Like, a like, MIDI. Like, we say, like, we're listening to a MIDI. To a MIDI, like a MIDI file. Not just, like, some synthesizer. Yeah, okay, so uh, what are you saying is quite mind-blowing in that if I say a MIDI, like, we're listening to a MIDI, that's not technically accurate. Guess not. But
2: if you say you're listening to a MIDI file, <clears throat> then that's that's grammatically
4: correct i suppose uh-huh we better take note of that but i already knew that what did you think like uh, midi was a style of music like yeah. rock and roll or something
2: i thought it was i thought you know you have the grunge
4: renaissance of the early 90s
2: Britpop pop renaissance of the mid 90s then you have the midi renaissance of the late 90s where everyone's <laughs> up making cool midis
4: of their favorite Pearl Jam songs. Well, it's time to clean and that Jerez. sand out of your ears, Ben, and uh, <laughs> join us in the, the the midi world. Okay, why didn't you tell me this, that when we did the midi... Not- well, well, I did. Um, can we play a clip of that thing I said? Yeah, web. Uh,
2: cool. Right. How does it differ to an MP3 or a web? Okay, wait, here we go. Okay. So, this is the first episode when you were supposedly and telling for me. For people who hear this, what a MIDI was, acronym right. MIDI, how does it differ to an MP3 or a web? Um, what's the deal with MIDIs,
4: Tim? Alright, well, uh, the biggest difference is that a MP3, for example, is a wave file. Now, waves, that you know, is like a wavelength, like you would hear in real life, things like that. Uh, and they're very. Uh, Storage intensive. you yeah, know, you get these big files, okay, with wave files. So no good, no good. You see, I tuned
2: out here because I thought it was boring. That's why I put music in the uh, background.
4: I, I was trying hard to uh, uh, articulate that, Ben. That took me a lot of time and a lot of effort. Yeah, I wish you would.
2: I mean, I'm sorry for saying it was boring. That was rude, but you know, I thought this. That's not what I like about midis. I'm in midis for the music, not the
4: techno mumbo jumbo yeah well me too and uh i guess you're right uh i i mean i tuned out guilty as charged i referred to them as midis and that was not uh technically accurate arrest me right now
2: what this book is arguing is that midi is not what we thought it was it's not music it's a freaking
4: dumb boring interface Yeah. yeah
2: and um that makes a lot of sense because i try and go on the midi reddit forum i've been trying to get onto reddit to promote the midi night special and i'll try and do some like you know interactive content on that i'll be like oh, yeah. hey R- reddit heads what midis do you work out to <laughs> and i got one reply and he's like currently i am working on a
4: Korg 4x7 uh, so he's he's not referring to like the uh, MIDI's. Uh, he's uh, sorry, like uh, music. He's referring to like an actual interface where mm-hmm. he's connecting uh, nodes to each other and building like a you know a synthesizer yeah. essentially. I think that's what a lot of people are doing on the Reddit MIDI. Wow, forum. we got to rename this podcast to something that isn't about something that sucks.
0: You are listening to the night Special. Take it away, Tim.
4: Yeah, I could switch my Bitcoin for some real money. Uh, that's kind of like with midis, I could switch the instruments to like a banjo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine trying to explain this to anyone older than me. Yeah, I suppose the Bitcoin thing. I'll try to tell that to my granddad.
3: <laughs> A bit of what? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> A chocolate coin? I used to get them in my Christmas
4: stocking. A bite of coin? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So MIDI is complex. That's tricky. And I was thinking, you know, I'm one page into this book. My mind's already blown. Midi, he's not gonna talk about the music, he said in the first chapter, he's like I'm not talking about aesthetics, or music, or musical genre
3: Yeah, well how about yeah. I do something else? How about yeah. I
2: put this book down? Cause, you just, everything I'm interested in, you're not gonna talk about? What are you gonna talk about? And then, so I had to read it anyway, cause I'm a good book club member <laughs>
4: yeah, And,
2: probably. then he just talks about some race and gender relations in regards to Midi. Really? Yeah.
4: What does that do?
2: Yeah, I guess it is a cultural study. There's some, book there's to some
4: politics, Midi's, huh?
2: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll get into that. Did you know Midi can be racist? Why is that? Because uh... when we get back from the ad break, we'll find out why Ryan Alexander Diduck says that Midi's can be racist. Hi, my name is Benjamin Yaxley. I'm only in my first year studying audio marketing at Whopper, but two months in the big business and I've already scored some of WA's biggest clients. Yeah, I'm the upstart responsible for getting a boost juice mention in the grand finals. If I can do that for a huge global brand, imagine what I can do for you with just $10. If you're interested in getting an ad done, like the one at the start of the Midnight night special, Email breadwinneryaxley at gmail.com Now back to the fun. And you know, I could explain to you why MIDI's can be racist, but then I was thinking... Why do I owe it to you? Why do I owe it to you, Tim, and the listener? Do to have to read and explain? Why can't you guys do the research for once? I'm sick of spending all this uh, emotional labor and reading stuff that so other people don't have to. You know, go Google it yourself. Alright, well, we're out of time anyway. Um, so, homework, go read. Alright, see ya.